You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody, to Real Presence Live. I am Chris Euler. And I am Dominic King. And we are broadcasting here from Aberdeen, Ron Colley High School here in the heart of the Real Presence Radio listening area. Uh, We're just excited to welcome Mike Hagerstrom on the line for the last half hour, talking about Catholic education in Fargo in particular. Uh, Pretty cool. 140 years. It's amazing. It's a long time. It's a long time. But it is amazing Mm -hmm. to see where they have come and how they continue to grow and form young minds and hearts. So to transition from that, we're going to go from uh, the great gift of Catholic education to the great gift of another part of the human person. Right, we're going to talk now about natural family planning right? that honors and upholds the dignity of the human person for what we truly are. So we are joined today by Eleanor McDonald, who is a counselor at the Lord Center, an initiative of the Diocese of Sioux Falls, and uh, she just recently wrote an article in the Bishop's Bulletin talking about natural family planning and how it reignites our courtship. So we're going to dive into that a little bit with her today. Uh, so Eleanor, welcome to Real Presence Radio. Hello, and welcome. Uh, well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it is great to have you on with us today, uh, especially during uh, National uh, Awareness or NFP Awareness Week. Uh, so before we dive into uh, NFP, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do uh, here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls? Absolutely. Well, I am uh, a new clinical counselor here at the Lauder Center. I started in May and I'm truly loving what we do. We just get to help the community and get to see clients um, of all ages and backgrounds. And I, um, w- my husband is a active duty military officer, and so we are very new to South Dakota, and we're we are loving it so far. Um, I'm originally from Russia, uh, but in August will be 10 years since I moved to America. And so it's been a big journey, but I'm... I'm very blessed and very thankful to to be here today in South Dakota and be able to um, serve our um, people. Wow! Well, welcome to yeah. South Dakota. Thank we're you. we're glad to have you here. So uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like Chris said, this week we bring awareness to natural family planning, and and Chris and I are very much aware of what NFP is with, uh, we both have kids of our own and we're practicing it, uh, with our, with our spouses. But could you, could you tell the, uh, listening network here what, what the natural family planning is? Um, uh, that'd be, that'd be great. Absolutely. So natural family planning or NFP, in short, it is uh, a form of pregnancy planning, um, that helps either achieve or postpone pregnancy. But NFP in its beauty, um, it's the only method, the only form of pregnancy planning that honors God's design for married life and sexuality, uh, because it helps us to um, respect and cooperate with our fertility rather than suppressing it um, or taking an action to prevent pregnancy in other way, like um, drugs or medical interventions. Um, so it really puts that responsibility on the couple to decide when they're ready for kids. And like I said, it's really lets us to participate in the creative power of God, which is such a gift um, to be blessed with the responsibility of procreation. It's just every time I talk about it, I, I just feel so 
so blessed and so amazed by by the gift of NFP. Yeah, that's it's. I know for our for my my wife and I, it's definitely um, it brings us closer, and mm-hmm. uh, we we're very much appreciative of it. Um, could you maybe speak to um, you know? I, there's different methods out there. Is there a certain method that that our diocese kind of I don't want to say endorses, but kind of teaches or or as I, I know there's many out there, but could you maybe speak on that? Yeah, there are, there are many different methods, uh, but it pretty much comes down to really paying attention to the women's and men's well, women's uh, cycle and making sure um, to if you're hoping for to achieve the pregnancy, you track the cycle and 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 search for that fertile window um, through measuring the temperature and paying attention to different signs of fertility. And then you are encouraged um, to have the sexual act during those times to um, achieve pregnancy. And if you're trying to postpone the pregnancy for for right now, during that time, it would be the time of abstinence. Um, uh, And then uh, outside of the fertile window, you're still able to engage into um, sexual relationships. Yeah, so there's... Great science behind it all. You know, if you've, yes. you've dove into the different uh, methods, Creighton, NFP, Symptotherm, all these different things are, are scientific mm-hmm. and they're amazing to look at uh, the what exactly the human body and how the woman's body works in this incredible way. And it's just, it's just kind of, it's like, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's just so cool to watch like how God created yeah, us. Yeah, it's, it's a miracle. It's, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it, there's that great science behind it, and I, I, I always run into people, you know, and as I'm talking with people, um, it doesn't often come up in conversation, but, you know, there's times where NFB does come up or um, sexuality does come up, or I, I teach uh, upper-level religion courses, and uh, there are times when, you know, the sexual ethics of the church comes up, and many people are like, well, contraception this or contraception that because I don't want to get pregnant or I don't want to get this or X, Y, and Z, and so there are these, there are these mm-hmm. fears that these people have. Uh, of of pregnancy, right? Of uh, something mm-hmm. failing, right? And granted, those things I believe are irrational, and those things are fears rooted that are in things that are not true. Because you know, we know contraception is not true; it's it, it's a lie that the body can tell. And so, uh, what is the mental health component that people can find and discover through using NFP? Yes, so. With mental health, and especially well, people who do practice NFP or considering about to enter into the marriage and are hoping to practice NFP, a lot of people have very big fears of how will it affect my marriage? How do I talk to my partner about my hopes about pregnancy, how many children I want, how is it going to look like, will it like, would during the times of abstinence, how do we handle that? And will those times really hurt the marriage? Because we are not able to engage into the most intimate part of the marriage. So there's a lot of very valid fears um, associated with practicing NFP. So I completely understand where young generation would um, maybe doubt its effectiveness or doubt its gift 
Um, and I think us educating them on that and really showing the beauty of it. And also, during my research, I saw a lot of kind of medical approach and scientific approach towards NFP or very faith-based approach, but there's not much on mental health and actual relationships and how it affects the relationship. So during my research and writing that article, I really found just so much beauty um, and how NFP actually helps strengthen the relationship. And I think we just don't talk enough about it. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that it it actually like it forces communication, mm-hmm. and I don't like to mm-hmm. use the word force, but like you ought to communicate <laughs> uh, to yes. best uh, be able to enter into it well and participate in that well. And so that's amazing. What a great gift. You know, I'm, what I'm amazed mm-hmm. by too is that you know I've got friends who you know maybe not for religious reasons, but for other reasons are looking for. A less chemical dependent, mm. you know, um, way of, you know, yeah. and, and, and so it's great. We can have this conversation that hopefully leads into, you know, first we'll talk, we can talk about NFP and then it leads into, into more, you know, deeper conversation on, you know, uh, you know, sexual ethics and things like that. But, uh, could you maybe speak to, you know, I, to me, it's always women who kind of, um, are, are more open to, to participating or, or wanting to do this. You know, how, how do you maybe speak to men on, on how to maybe be willing to give this a shot? Absolutely. I think it's, you're completely right. I think women are a little bit more open to, to talk about this and cause it's really, it feels like a lot of it based on like the woman's cycle and it should be her concern um, mm-hmm. in a lot of men's eyes. Mm-hmm. But for NFP, it is very crucial for the couple to talk about it and for them to track it together and for them to discuss these things together. And it really brings them closer. A lot of people avoid these topics and I think it really puts that huge hole in their relationship where it's something that is a taboo to talk about um, when actually talking about it and engaging in it together, it I mean, it strengthens, strengthens the marriage. And mm-hmm. I think if men are able to recognize that and recognize the beauty of it and, and be willing to um, be open to, to talk to their woman about her cycle, and then also men's fertility. A lot of the times when a couple struggles with infertility, it's actually the research shows that in 30% of infertility cases, it's something about the woman. In, in exactly the same 30%, it is um, something about the man. Hmm. And then the other 40% is either combined or unknown um, reasons hmm. for infertility. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, so it's it, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's it's very important for them for the couple to be equally engaged in 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 the fertility question um, and planning the family. Yeah, you know, and, and as you were talking too, is I think a lot about you know, how we as as people ought to look into ourselves, right? Do an, an examination of our own life, uh, and I think that applies uniquely to marriage in a way, right? Where the two become one flesh. And so, I don't know, like my dude, Socrates, the unexamined life is not worth living, mm-hmm. right? And so, too, I think, you mm-hmm. know, 
we look at in our marriages, right? The unexamined marriage, well, you're just going to basically be living as roommates. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't examine and dive into this deep reality of the love that you share. Um, And I think our culture, (laughs) our culture is just so like filled with acedia and sloth and people don't want to do it. And so I think people just, just shy away from it because relationships are hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people and don't want to do hard. it. Yeah. 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 Mm. And so I think NFP is such a great gift to really foster that communication and to foster that deepening of relationship. Because, uh, you know, I guess if you, the more you talk to your wife, the more you realize, huh, I guess she's not that bad. Not bad. Huh? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> My wife is great. But uh, it, it fosters that relationship in a deep way. And so, um, Part of your research involves a couple people named Drs. John and Julie Gottman. What can you tell us about them and their impact and influence? Yes. So they're actually a married couple who are both uh, clinical psychologists and they're world-famous researchers because they spent decades of their lives towards just studying couples and studying relationships between couples. And they studied couples of all ages and all Background, social economical status, and different religions, and followed their journeys over years. So they didn't just take a couple, film them once, and then let them go. They they followed multiple couples over um, decades, and it helped them really to identify certain relationship patterns or specific relationship dynamics that really predicted the success of marriages. After their research, they were able to really predict the success with almost 100% accuracy, which is insane. It sounds really, really uh, surprising, but I think what they found was that um, couples who have happy and healthy marriages regularly engage into certain um, certain things, and then couples that have unhealthy and unhappy marriages completely lack these things. Um, And I'll talk about these things uh, further, but um, some of those things are like building love maps or um, engaging into rituals of connection or having shared meaning. And so based on their research, they really developed their own method to couples therapy, and right now it is one of the most um, widely used to helping couples with marriage problems because of their decades and decades of research. And I think it's just incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's so important in our time, you know, if you look at 50% of marriages currently end in divorce Mm. and then out of the Mm. marriages that don't end in divorce, I've seen another stat that is alarming that out of the, so 50% end the divorce and then the other half that is not ended in divorce, half of those marriages people claim to be unhappy. Mm. Right? They don't have this life-giving love, this life-giving marriage. And so those are, mm-hmm. those are staggering statistics in our country. Um, and as we've seen the breakdown of family, right? We've, everything else is gone. Everything else is going with it uh, for, for, for decades, right? For nearly a century, mm-hmm. I would argue my little historian, philosophical historian brain gets going a million miles an hour mm-hmm. and it's for another day. But <laughs> what a great gift that we have in these, in Drs. Julie John and John Gottman and in you and your research. Uh, and so when we come back though, we're going to dive into a couple of things that you mentioned. What's a love map? 
or what other rituals of connection? And what about a shared meaning? How can we find that? And how can we have great life-giving marriages uh, that honor our created dignity? So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after our short break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these planned gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our planned giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live this morning. I am Chris Euler. I'm Dominic King. And we are here broadcasting from Aberdeen Round Collie High School, uh, heart of the Real Presence Radio Listening Center. We are grateful uh, for all those who are listening today. And so we're in the middle of a conversation here with Elena McDonald, who is a counselor at the Lord Center, which is a mental health uh, initiative uh, with the Diocese of Sioux Falls that offers counseling, that offers uh, opportunities for people to work on uh, improving themselves and by diving into the great mysteries of their life. And so, uh, but we're talking about NFP this morning. Woohoo! Uh, be it that it is NFP Awareness Week. And so before the break, we kind of dove into... Uh, some different realities of what if, what is NFP, right? What are some fears that people have? How can we use it to improve our relationships with our spouse? And uh, how these people, Dr. John and Julie Gottman, have really dove into this deep uh, deep dive into the relationships between couples and how to improve it. And so, Elena, before the break, you had kind of mentioned three different points. And so we're going to start with the first one. And so I ask you this. What is a love map? Yes. 
So Love Maps is one of the concepts that uh, Dr. John and Julie Gottman found out that really strengthens the relationships. And they called the couples who have healthy and happy marriages masters of relationships. I think it's such a cool name. And so what they found is that masters of relationships, they continuously build these love maps. So what are love maps? Um, When we only start dating, we ask, we ask each other, like our partner, all kinds of questions about what is your favorite movie? What is your favorite food? What is your dream job? Tell me about your family. And we really ask these questions to get to know them. But as time goes by, um, well, couples tend to really avoid questions um, about certain topics such as fertility and sexuality, or they also stop asking each other these questions and building each other's love maps over time because they feel like, well, I already know everything there is to know about my partner after a five-year marriage, 10-year marriage, 20-year marriage. But the thing is that people change and we are not the same person we were 10 years ago. So it's really important and healthy. And those masters of relationship, they continuously ask each other these questions of what is your dream job? What is what is your dream vacation? And just really asking these questions and getting to know each other better and better. But how does NFP play in all of this? Um, so NFP lifestyle really requires and encourages the couple to talk about their sexuality and their fertility and their sexual health and their desires and how many children they want. And it really um, builds those love maps around um, kind of, like I said, sexuality and fertility, which for a lot of, a lot of, a lot of couples, it's just a blind spot because people don't talk about it. And so in this way, in this key strengthens the marriage through the communication that we also talk about, it talked about earlier, and I think um, it's just so amazing. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I think about, you know, I, I don't know if you feel this way, Chris, but men are kind of clueless. I'm kind of clueless yeah. a lot of the time. 100%. So <laughs> just this, like you said, having this uh, this conversation is exactly what, what a marriage needs, and uh, hopefully <laughs> it... it breaks through my dull skull and uh, oh absolutely <laughs> like we're, we're clueless we do dumb things correct yes uh, and we're just not as aware of like uh you know, always at the of the needs unless they're kind of relayed to us so to be able to mm-hmm. initiate that conversation with uh, a spouse especially for the sake of oh, men being more aware and loving and then growing in that virtue is huge mm-hmm. uh, my wife could probably tell you stories yeah she so has one from last night actually <laughs> i'll tell later we'll save for after we'll save it for yeah. later uh, and it wasn't bad. It was just me being a weirdo. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's a great opportunity for people to dive into, like that love mapping, seeing what people's dreams are, what people's goals are. And so from there, you talk, too, about uh, rituals of connection. Can you explain what those are? Yes. Yeah, so masters of relationship engage into uh, rituals of connection, which honestly is very simple. It is any... Uh, special activities that the couple participates in to express and celebrate love for one another. And these could be just deep conversations or a ritual of having a coffee together every morning or every evening, going on the walk together. It is going on dates regularly, even after 20, 30-year marriages. Um, And 
a, a ritual could be just like a special hug after one of you comes back home from a long day of work. Um, so this, these are what 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 those are, and then NFP really encourages the couple to explore, um, engage, and talk about those rituals related to sex. But then also it inspires um, other forms of intimacy during the the times of abstinence. So during those times, the couple goes back into that dating time when you are looking for to go on a date, to to spend time together in other ways than just uh, sexual intimacy. And um, by doing so, you reignite that courtship. And then every month you get to go back to that honeymoon phase again, <laughs> which is which is very very awesome. Um, so NFP really encourages those rituals of connection, not only the times of um, kind of sexual activity, but then also during the times of abstinence and finding inspiring, beautiful ways to get connected to your spouse and celebrate your marriage. Um, in a way that is a lot of couples kind of stop doing, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I can, you know, I've been married for over, you know, five years and it's, I can speak mm-hmm. to, you know, we need those date nights. We need to reconnect and, you know, to, uh, yeah, we definitely need those times for the two of us. Uh, could you, could you now talk about, um, about shared meaning? Yes. So shared meaning is another um, thing that masters of relationship, they really develop sets of shared meanings pertaining like to values and beliefs and goals and dreams together as a couple. And NFP, it inspires us to invite God even further into our marriage and grow in a relationship with Him at the center of it. Um, and this really forms those shared meanings uh, through love mapping, through rituals of connection, through that relationship with God, we really form those shared meanings about fertility and what is, what does it mean to love someone unconditionally, what it means to be a parent, what it means to be in a marriage. And so a lot of couples actually say that NFP lifestyle deepens their faith together as a couple and promotes communication on difficult topics, on existential topics. Um, and creates that shared meaning together um, as a couple. Because if you look at unhealthy, unhappy marriages, people kind of like, well, I want to do this, and my wife wants to do that, and just that brings that huge disconnect. But masters the relationship, and through that relationship with God, we really grow together in the relationship and create those shared dreams and shared goals, which ultimately strengthens the marriage once again. So, beautiful Mm -hmm. gift. Yeah. And so we've got love map, we've got ritual of connection, we've got shared meaning. How do we put it all together to have the best marriage possible? Well, I think those, all of these things are relatively so simple, but it's being that very intentional with your partner on discussing your fertility, discussing your sexuality, asking each other questions, building those love, love maps, um, going back to dating and creating those rituals together and creating those shared meanings. It's, it's so simple, but it goes a long way. And it's, like I said, it's just being intentional on wanting that 
and 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 starting practicing that and really seeing the value in that. Yeah, so intentionality, I think, is a big word that you brought up there, right? To be intentional about what we're doing uh, with our spouses and how we're connecting with them and how we're getting to know them, right? If you're not intentional in anything in life, right, it's, it's going to fail. It's going to fall yeah. apart. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, being intentional to build that relationship is such a great gift. So as we kind of put a bow on this and wrap it all up, do you have any final thoughts about NFP, about relationship building, or about anything in your line of work that can help us, uh, as those who are married and those who are engaged or desire to be married someday, to dive deeper into uh, this great mystery we share? I think, once again, kind of through my research, I was able to see that NFP is not just like a church-approved guideline of, how to get pregnant or not get pregnant. It's really a gift that um, through all of these things, it, it really brings the couple together. It really strengthens the marriage. It really, like I said in the very beginning, it honors what God intended the marriage to be. And I think if we recognize it and we see the beauty of it, and we want to practice it, but we just don't know how. There's always, there's so much education there, and there's so much help that we also can offer as counselors to help the couple, to help, to, to, to just guide them through those these questions and through these fears and encourage that communication. And then once the couple sees the benefits in it and runs with those and stays intentional, I mean, these couples will stay together forever and mm-hmm. have very healthy, happy marriages and turn into those masters of relationships. Well, absolutely. Elena, thank you so much for your time today coming on and sharing with us the great gift uh, of NFP, about building relationships, uh, and just about how uh, it is so important in our society to have a great, holy, happy marriage. So thank you once again for being on uh, if you're interested in checking out her work and her article, you can find it uh, by going to sfcatholic.org, going to the Bishop's Bulletin, and you can dive in and find her article on natural family planning through the Bishop's Bulletin of a Diocese of Sioux Falls. So don't go anywhere, though. Up next, we got a great opportunity for you to find healing. So find out more after this break. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. 